So congratulations, you've made it this far. You've met the parents, you've asked the father, you've passed the season of discovery, and you have held off the Eros. Now we're getting closer to making this thing official, but you still need some assistance. You need someone to come alongside you and help you think through the questions you haven't thought of. Or maybe you have thought of them, you just don't know how to ask them yet. You need a seasoned pastor with a few decades of marriage under his belt to come alongside you and your potential spouse and help you dig a little deeper, help you see a few things you've missed. We want to make sure this thing lasts after all. Marriage counseling has a certain stigma to it. That's a shame. It's not just for folks having problems. It's to prevent a lot of problems before they show up in your relationship. When you're getting ready to pick a partner for life, your teammate, the one that you want to conquer the world for Christ with, things like this matter. You need a good coach, an experienced counselor, and somebody with skin in the game to help you. Today, we're going to learn why the art of marriage counseling is crucial to the success of your dating life, your marriage, your household, and your legacy. Welcome to No Man's Land, the Reform Man's Guide to Christian Dating. Yeah, I, I have definitely been pastor shop before. Mm. That's happened several times. I bet. And most of the time, it's easily identified because people come up to you and they say things like, um, talk to me about, and then pick whatever random theological controversy is currently raging on Twitter. Sure. What do you think about, and I, I can tell what they're doing. I know they're they're trying to see where I stand on something before before they make a firm commitment as to whether they are for me or against me. <laughs> right, sure, yeah. I've seen that. It happens all the time. Or they want to commit a sin. <laughs> that happens too. And they they continue to ask ecclesiastical officers <laughs> until they finally find one that will That's okay with it. justify it. That's fine. Yeah, that happens. I've seen that before, definitely. But then, of course, I'm sure, on the other hand, you've had people make radical life decisions Without ever even even whispering uh, the the notion of it to you, yeah, no, that's definitely happened before too. You come back and I'm engaged, which is an, just another form of pastor shopping or counselor shopping because they know what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. They're avoiding the conversation. Yeah, that's definitely happened. Uh, wise pastors, and and we do this in our in our church. When someone in our church asks us, we ask. Who else have you spoken to about this? <laughs> have you spoken to anyone else about this? What decision have you already made prior <laughs> to this conversation? Has there been a decision? And they pull out of their back pocket the rubber stamp. Cling. <laughs> is that the is that a stamp noise? I don't know. That was a that was a bell. But you know, you were close. You're close. I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, I think it's obvious, isn't it? Counselors. Mm. How to choose a pre-marriage, since this is a a dating podcast, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how to choose a marriage counselor. How to, that's right. You got to be careful about this. So you've already, you've done the season of discovery, the pre-Eros era. That's right. You've learned about them. You've decided to enter into betrothment Mm. with this person. Is that a word? Betrothment? Betrothment. Betrothmal. Betrothal. Betrothal. Okay, that's better. Let's do it. <laughs> you've and now, in, yeah, and, and now it's you've got the you've got the endorsement of the families. They've come together and been like, "We endorse this marriage. We think this is a good idea." Mm-hmm. And now you need a now you need a marriage counselor. 
right? Premarital. But, but we should ask, short. we should say that. Do, do we really need marriage counseling? Yes. Proverbs 15, 22, without counsel, plans go awry. Mm. But in the multitude of counselors, they are established. That's right. They are grounded. So you definitely, you definitely need marriage counseling. Guys, welcome to another episode of No Man's Land, the Reformed Man's Guide to Christian Dating. We encourage you to like, share, subscribe, pass this podcast on to your friends and family around you. Our goal is to help young Christian men go from single to married with their testimony and their testicles intact. Have to say it every time. I have to say it every time. I don't have the option to not say it. It's right there. That's right. It's and right you there. are, just to be clear, you are asking people to give us four stars. I, I was personally hoping for one star. One star. I mean, I don't want to overrate the show. I'd uh, rather, I'd rather, you know, undersell it than oversell it. Yeah. You know, that's I don't really know how the algorithm is going to enjoy that. Mm, that's true. All right. Just give us five stars just in case. Five stars, please. Share it on the Facebooks. Talk to your friends about it. If you find this helpful. So to, to uh, begin our discussion on how to choose a counselor, and this, of course, applies <laughs> to any kind of counselor. Your radio voice is phenomenal. You like it? <laughs> I think what we want to say right out of the gate is what you're looking for is blind affirmation. <laughs> blind. Don't ask any questions. Affirmation. <laughs> don't, don't get into it at all. Just be like, that looks great. You're fine. I'd sent you a text the other day and I said, something is coming in your inbox. I need you to sign it <laughs> and check the box. I agree and send it back. <laughs> Move on from there. That's what we're looking for from our pastors. That's what we're looking for from marriage counselors. You guys are going to be cute together. Affirmation. You're so cute. You want your counselor, just to be clear, to be about the level of a 13-year-old girl on <laughs> Insta. When you send her a selfie, <laughs> you go girl. Hard eyes emoji. <laughs> right. That's what you want. A flattering, affirming. What a bunch of 13 year old. Emasculating girl. nonsense. That's oh my want. gosh. But it is true though, that we lean, we lean towards the counselors that we know are going to like us. Of course we and do. And like our plans. Oh, I do And too. we lean we all do, right? away from the counselors that we sense might. <sighs> <laughs> Right. We do. I mean, how do we even pray with that disposition? It's going to be tough. God, I'm going to send something to you in your inbox. <laughs> I need you to sign it. Check. I agree. Check. I agree. And, and send it back. <laughs> oh, no, man. no. Of course, we're not looking for blind affirmation. We need someone who is informed and knowledgeable mm. and is willing not only to affirm, but to correct if necessary. So Amen. Uh, we're going to Amen. get into this more and more, but uh, what we're not looking for is blind affirmation. What we are looking for, to be clear, is shrewd maneuvering. All right. I need you to explain that. Well, that, that adjective there. Help well, me out. Well, shrewd maneuvering. There are people okay. who have use for you. <laughs> yeah. I am the, uh, the pulpit filler. I am yeah. the, the hireling. Yeah. I am the, uh, you go over here and do your thing. I mean, this guy. could be, this could be in any area of life. You stay in your lane. You could have sure. a co, there could be a coworker. It could be a friend. It could be mm. the captain of the cheer squad. It could be the manager in your assembly line. It could be anyone. People have uses for other people. Mm. And that's what the Bible that's calls. True. That's why the Bible says you have to be careful of a flatterer. 
Mm. See, flattery is a technique. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a technique of control. Mm -hmm. We like to call it affirmation, but affirmation is usually a Mm. less power play, Mm. Mm -hmm. you know, less of a a usury, although you might be affirming so that you can use them simply so that they affirm you back. It's sort of like mutual usury, mutual affirmation. You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Yeah, but there's a a You make me feel good, I make you feel good. It's an exchange of vibes. There's a more sinister form of manipulation Mm. that the Bible refers to as flattery. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's shrewd, it's manipulative, it's maneuvering. They're not telling you their whole agenda. They are only mm-hmm. going to give you counsel that is um, suited to their use for you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. someone could be in an organization or in a church and they are put on the spot. Mm-hmm. Will they be open, vulnerable, transparent, give you the whole truth and nothing but the truth, mm. even if they know it's mm. going to cost them, mm. even if they know you might be upset with them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of counselor you want. Someone Amen. who's not willing to maneuver or mm. to push his agenda mm-hmm. or to protect himself mm-hmm. or to make business decisions or optics decisions, mm-hmm. but is willing to shoot you straight. Loving, of course. No matter what it costs even if you are going to be infuriated with them. And that, my friends, is very hard to find. So what you really want is you want somebody who loves the truth more than you. That's really what you're chasing. Someone who fears God more than they fear you. Ooh, amen. Amen. No fear of man. Get away from that stuff. You, and how are you going to find a counselor like this? That is not going to be easy. No. That is not easy. But what you are asking, just to be clear, just to put some biblical terms on this, what you're asking for is for someone to render a judgment. Will you work out? Is this a good mix? Sure. Should you, should you not? Is now a good time? Not Ooh. a good time. What about this? What about that? And, and this is in the, uh, we're talking about premarital counseling here. Right. But this can be applied to any counseling. You're asking for them to render a judgment. This is then this is alien. So this is hard for a lot of people because by this point, for most people, when they're in the marriage counseling phase, they're already married in their mind. Mm-hmm. Like they're it's not just I'm gonna get married. The engagement for them is we're married now. And that's that's fine, but but information is going to come out mm-hmm. in the premarital. Mm-hmm. You need someone who can render a judgment regarding that information. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and and the judgment is not necessarily you can't get married. Mm. There could be a a thousand different scenarios. It could be. It It could could be. be. Right, it could be. And if you're looking to get a new job or to buy a car, right, or to to break off a a courting relationship, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. if you get a multitude of counselors beforehand Mm -hmm. and you get that judgment beforehand, what does the Bible say if you would judge yourself? and get a multitude of counselors to render a judgment on that beforehand, Mm -hmm. that's how you can have your plans established Mm. and grounded and strong and built up. Amen. Established literally is raised up or resurrected. Amen. But if you refuse to judge yourself before Mm -hmm. and you refuse to get wise counselors, a multitude of wise counselors who will render a judgment before, Mm -hmm. then you can expect to be judged after. Mm -hmm. In other words, we call that lying in the bed that you made. (laughs) <laughs> right? That's right. That's because right. marriage, boy, is a bed. And oh, it, yeah. it is... It, and you're there. There are oaths. That's right. You made that bed. Now lie in it. you didn't there. A, you didn't render a judgment beforehand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you that's did, on you now. You did what you wanted. Yeah. You did what you wanted, but no foresight. Nobody was with you. And now 
That's You're exactly there. right. And you want someone who's going to render a judgment, not blindly, mm-hmm. but with knowledge of the entire situation. Mm-hmm. And so you have to be transparent and vulnerable, right? That's right. And they have to not be shrewd or maneuvering. They can't be a flatterer. They can't have use for you. You don't they, keep stuff tied away. You don't see, keep stuff in your closet. You transparent and they're transparent. Mm-hmm. And they put it all on the line to render a good judgment. That's the kind of mm-hmm. judge you want in civil mm-hmm. affairs, right? Mm-hmm. You don't want a judge who's maneuvering and manipulative and who's making political decisions or business decisions. Mm-hmm. You want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth from the witness. Right. And you want the judge right. to go by the books, by the law. Well, it sounds like it sounds like... You need somebody that you know already and that, that well, knows you, Well, right? God willing, I hope you know someone like that. Sounds like you, because you got to have a degree of covenant and comfort with these people. Are you trying to say I have to be in a church? <laughs> <laughs> I see where you're going with that. I'm going to ask somebody else. <laughs> 100% though. Like right. you, if, if you're not a part of a covenant body of believers, this is going to be near impossible for you. Absolutely. How could you even do this? A body of believers. How'd you even get this far in this biblical process? Biblical pastors right. and elders. Right. Yes. So that's the general concept in choosing a counselor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now let's get into the specifics of what sort of counselor will be able to give you a truth-based, transparent, judicial decree mm-hmm. according to God's law without affirmation, blind affirmation, and without manipulative maneuvering and flattery okay. so that you won't get judged on the back end. Okay. Right? Okay. What are the qualifications? One, experienced, mm. which typically means older. Yep. They've not, been around the block. Yeah. Not necessarily. There's plenty of foolish old people. Sure. And there are wise young people. But there's a general principle here. Generally, someone older than you has less to gain from using you. <laughs> and and usually someone older than you doesn't need your approval. They don't care. Or your affirmation. <laughs> they don't care what you think about them. You They're fine. Yeah, absolutely. You're not a threat to them politically no, or socially no. or economically in any way. They're more likely to shoot you straight. Right, right. The older someone gets, I think the more likely they are to shoot people straight. Right. But that's Amen. a general rule. Mm-hmm. You may not have General someone principle. older than you, so we're looking for wise. We're looking for experience as much as possible. Mm-hmm. If your marital premarital counselor is three times divorced, that's not the kind of experience you want. You got a problem. Good right experience. There. No prayer institute guy. Watch out. Watch <laughs> right. out for that. Right. King Rehoboam is a perfect example of this. If anyone's looking for a proof text, First Kings 12, he rejected the counsel of the elders mm. and instead listened to his bros, his <laughs> homies. Didn't go well. No, he split the kingdom. Didn't go well with Rabbo. That's right. Great principle is experienced. But the second one is, and this is also important, and I'm not sure the word for this, but they need to be aware of hierarchical structures. Oh, that, we, we do need a word for that. That does not roll off the tongue. <laughs> Patriarchal. Mm. But it's broader than that, though. Mm. Hierarchical. Hierarch- hierarchical? That hierarchy. How about this? Cool. Someone who gets <laughs> covenant. Okay. And the covet and has a covenantal worldview. So a Christian. I wish. <laughs> I wish we could say that. I wish we could say that. I know, man. Me too. One they, day that'll Exodus, be our, uh, our grandkids. Exodus eighteen talks about the hierarchical structure of Moses's government that he established. Yeah. At the advice right. of Jethro. Right. 
But right. all the Bible talks about life as covenantal because it flows from a covenantal God. Right. And all of life being analogous in some way for God. In, in, mm-hmm. in other words, mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. heavens declare the glory of God. All of nature expounds who God is. And mm-hmm. you can see throughout mm-hmm. all of creation covenant. Mm-hmm. And that's because God is covenantal. There's covenantal marriages and covenantal corporations and businesses and organizations and mm-hmm. HOAs and mm-hmm. churches back in the day mm-hmm. and governments. You know, federal government means covenantal, right? Mm-hmm. This is a this is an an old worldview that comes from the Hebrews, comes from the Bible, mm-hmm. and you want your counselor to have a covenantal worldview so that they see you inside of corporate bodies. Mm. Like God doesn't see not you a bunch as of an, individuals. Yeah, God doesn't see you as an individual alone. Mm-hmm. Of course, He does see you as an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, but you're not in isolation. You're, you're not, not in you're isolation. Not off by yourself. And that's not all there is to it. I mean, he mm-hmm. also sees you as a member of a family and a member of a church and Emphasis. a member of a nation, probably mm-hmm. a state and a county or a parish and town. town. Yeah, right. He sees it's covenantal he, life. The humanity is not structured as a bag of, of marbles. Mm hmm. Right. Right. Individual marble marbles. It is structured more like a molecular bond. Mm. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and so if you're going to get good counsel and be directed well, mm-hmm. that counselor needs to understand who are the authorities in your life? Mm. Who are you in submission to? And that mm. counselor needs to have authorities that he's in submission to Amen. so that he's accountable, so that he's restrained, so that mm. he has uh, some consequences. When you have an autonomous individual mm-hmm. therapist, mm-hmm. you know, working out their back, back office with their LLC. Right. And, and they don't know you. Yeah. They don't know your family. They yeah. don't know your church. They're not connected to any of that. And you and, don't and know they're them. They're not submissive to any church. They're not accountable. They don't, right. they're not account, held accountable to a doctrinal standard or it's no just, one knows what books they're reading or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's they're, one rando connected to another rando no. for $75 an hour. That is not going to be helpful. <laughs> Right <laughs> to disciple someone means mm. to be a learner, mm. but it means learner under authority, Amen. with strings attached. That's right. With um, with you know discipline mm. attached to it. Mm-hmm. That that counselor needs to know who your elders are, mm-hmm. who your pastors are, mm-hmm. who your parents are, mm-hmm. who your boss is, who mm-hmm. you're responsible for. If you're older, who your children are, right? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Mm-hmm. And he has to be have this covenantal worldview. Like you would want to hear a good counselor say something like this. I'm glad you have spoken to me, but here are the others you should speak to. This is who I would speak to when I seek counsel. And he's talking about who? He might be talking about other pastors on staff. He might be talking to an elder board. He might be talking to, you know, a, a wise man that works on city council. It depends on the situation. Right. But for premarital counselor, he's probably going to be talking about other wise, godly, married, mm. experienced counselors mm-hmm. that are able to render a good judgment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I would love to hear this from my counselor. I'm glad you consider me a friend and have confessed this to me, mm. but you really need to talk to your father. Mm. or to an older woman, mm. or to a pastor. See, with strings attached, mm-hmm. authority in place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. has these covenantal structures for our good Amen. to disciple us. Mm-hmm. And if we're going to make good decisions and get good guidance, we have to go again. You have to go with the grain of how God has established this society. So you want a counselor with a covenantal worldview. Amen. Amen. You're not, this is not a retail establishment. Mm-hmm. This is not someone who's 
making a buck off of you. It's not happening in isolation. Yeah. It's not autonomous in isolation. So, and they need to be lawful. Lawful. According to the laws of the tyrannical state, of course. (laughs) They've been licensed. They have to be certified. Certified. Accredited. The state has accredited them. They have to have a PhD hanging on their wall. From a state university. Accredited state university. You know what accredited means? What? It comes from Latin credo, to believe. Oh, dang. It It in essence means that they certify you that you believe the doctrines that they believe. Dang. That's what it means. Dang. We don't mind being accredited. The question is, who is the accreditor? Oh, I want, say it again. above all else, for my counselor to be accredited by the Lord above. <laughs> I'm not great at that. <laughs> I felt the vibe going on. You like that? That's I good. Did. That's I good. felt it. I felt it. That's good. It's coming on. So, not by the tyrants. No. Not by... Because they're obviously doing a great job. We don't even know what a boy is anymore. Not by don't worry, experts. I got certified by the guys who can't figure out what a boy is. Not by Big Pharma. Accredited. Not by Silicon Valley. Not <laughs> by the public university. Not by any other throne of Satan. Mm. But by King Jesus. Amen. Preach. That's who Preach. we want the counselor to be certified by. Mm. Mm-hmm. You say, well, mm-hmm. we don't have anyone that's an expert enough or, or mm-hmm. competent enough. Mm. No, that's not true. You have a whole church of people with Bibles and the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And if they have the fear of the Lord without the certification, mm-hmm. they would be better for you than the smartest, most elite, established, right. white robe wearing And the 24-year-old unmarried PhD candidate that's going to some secularist college. Yikes. That can come and talk to you about what Freud thinks. Yikes. It's not helpful. And honestly, your situation isn't that complicated. <laughs> you are not alone. You are not the only one. You are not the first nor the last who will face these particular problems. Amen. There are older Amen. people that have experiences that you do not yet know of. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame anyone. They, you don't know what you don't know when you're younger. Right. And we're right. the same. Of course, we don't know what we don't know, being the young age that we are compared to others. Truth. Truth. Compared to God, for example. Mm. So lawful. You need someone who has a firm belief in obeying the explicitly written texts of Scripture and their lawful and necessary mm. consequences. And that means they know them. Oh, goodness, yes. They got to know them. Need to know them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, they need to fear the Lord. Amen. They need to understand that if they give you bad advice, there could be consequences. On them. For and you, on, sure. Yes. And but on, on them. them. And on them. That's right. <laughs> More so on That's right. them. That Jesus judges his church. And it is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of an angry God. And he judges the leaders of his church and the counselors and the Absolutely. teachers. If they don't fear the higher Lord, standard. don't, don't uh, mess around with it. Uh-uh. And last but not least, you need someone patient. Mm. Amen. Sometimes you got to wait around and see if it's the Lord's will. Sometimes you got to be patient, mm. not hasty, mm. not rash. If God hasn't given you enough evidence, enough information, hey, it's okay to wait. Just chill out. Be patient. No undue delay of marriage. But you need a counselor who is patient. I think that's very important. Amen. We could go on and on for days, but I think this will give people enough to work with. Absolutely. 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 Guys, thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of No Man's Land. I want to encourage you to like, share, subscribe, share it with your friends. Give us 
a review on anywhere that you are listening to this podcast and join us next time for our next episode.